What's up, everybody? My name is Lindsey Melton Jr. Thank you for lending me your ears, your heart, and your mind. This is the True North Podcast. What up? That's right. I'm going to jump straight into it. So what I want to talk about right now, I want to talk about... Um, it's a very, I was going to try to set up really good, but just going to go out there and say it. Confidence. Confidence. Um, there's many definitions for the word confidence. Obviously, um, the, the, the simplest one that I found is um, confidence is the state of feeling certain. All right. Okay. The state of feeling certain, that's confidence. Whatever, and, and, and better yet, I like to, here's, that that's the, the textbook definition. Here's Lindsay Melton's definition. You ready? Lindsayology. Um, the book of Lindsay. That sounds kind of cool. I don't know. But Lindsay's definition is um, whatever you feel like you can do and succeed at with your eyes closed. If you're doing something, whatever you can succeed at with your eyes closed, that's confidence. You're confident in that area or with that particular activity or being around that person or that job or, um, you know, whatever. That's confidence. Whatever you could do well with your eyes closed. Boom. That's confidence. And that's what I want to talk about. Um, the opposite of confidence is obviously insecurities, um, fear, anxiety. Um, and those things lead to a destination of burnt out, being burnt out, um, which is the opposite of the destination we want to navigate through. We want to, as we live this life, we want to be navigating on a path that lands us at the heart of God every day, every hour, every minute, every second. You know, if we're navigating through being a parent um, through in this quarantine time, we want to be able to navigate as a parent to, towards a destination, um, which is the heart of God. And that's just an example. You may not be a parent. You may be a business owner or an employee or a son or a daughter or a minister or whatever. But at the end of the day, if you have made the decision to follow Jesus, you want to be landing at the heart of God. Um, I have several things I kind of want to talk about that, that, that fall under the umbrella of confidence are tied neck and neck. Probably Atomic Habits is slightly above it because I quote it a lot, all right? Quote it a lot. And no, this podcast is not sponsored by him nor uh, that company. Um, if y'all want to, you totally can. I'm totally cool with it, but <laughs> it's not sponsored by that. But it's just a really good book, so I recommend go get it. Please go get it. Read it. Um, read it like your life depended on it. And then once you've read it all the way through, I'm talking from introduction all the way to uh, credentials. A lot of times, here, I'm going to give you something really good. A lot of times we skip over credentials. We skip over the word cited page. But, like, you think about it, the author that trans, that transformed our mindset. You know, you think about that one book that you've read that you're like, you, you never thought the same again outside of the Bible. Okay. He or she did not come up with that stuff on their own. Not 100% of it. Um, shockingly, probably 25% of it. So the remaining percentage is found on the word cited page. And you need to go and find those people, those influencers that influenced the author that influenced you. And then 
um, pick up their stuff and dig into it and pour into it. You know, one of the things that changed um, my, um, I guess, love for music, the way I play and even the way I write is one day I looked up um, who influences one of my favorite artists. All right, I'm giving you an example. And uh, one of my favorite artists, his name is PJ Morton, okay? And I want to be able to play like this brother, write like this brother. I Ideally, I would love to be able to sing like him. Cannot. I mean, what you know, my voice is what it is. But still, the writing ability, oh my gosh. It's off the charts. All right, so, um, you know, that he was enough for me. And I'm like, I heard um, another... Um, another music artist that I that I hold in the same light as PJ Morton. His name is John Martin McMillan. And he said, why don't you go look up who influences the ones that influence you? So I thought I knew all of PJ Morton's uh, people that influenced him. But there was one that was listed when I, once I looked it up that I never heard before. And that guy goes by the name of James Taylor. All the seasoned folks know who James Taylor is, but if you have not, man, oh my gosh, I was in for a, woo, I admit, I, I'd, I hadn't even been sleeping, I'd never heard of him, I wasn't even in the same galaxy of being aware of who James Taylor was, and once I listened to, I listened, first song I listened to, fell in love with, and it's called Fire and Rain, oh my gosh, I could probably do an episode on that alone, I definitely could preach a sermon on Fire and Rain, but I said all that to say this. It's by finding out, it, it's, it's caused me to connect a little bit more with um, P.J. Morton's writing style, why he writes a certain way. But then also, now I have somebody else to look at as an example and be like, okay, huh, wow. Never thought about getting in that personal or, or going that avenue or, or, or that route. I mean, it just, the, it, it just begins to expand my mind even further. It, um... It reduces the percentage of me being pigeonholed in a box. Um, and I'm just going to be honest. God never created any one thing or God never created anything or any person to hold only one function. Think about that. God never created anything or any person just for one purpose. No, every if you think about it, everything has multiple purposes. Everyone has multiple purposes. You're not called just to affect one city or one town. You're called to affect multiple towns, multiple cities. How you do that, that's through. That's between you and God, whether it's you traveling or whether it's through social media, whatever. But um, a lot of that stems back to, it stems back to confidence, the state of feeling certain, what you could do successfully with your eyes closed, right? And the more you are uh, open-minded, the more that confidence is going to begin to build and you'll be able to live off the overflow of that. Um, you know, I've been in the series where we've done episodes based off of Michael Jordan's The Last Dance. And if you haven't seen, um, if you're not current or up to date, you got to go check it out. Um, the episodes that they showed on ESPN, um, it was really good. Um, I did notice that. Um, even the great Michael Jordan went through a spurt where his confidence was dropping and it was, it was, it was dropping because, um, 
he people's disbelief in him. And I'm not saying that they didn't feel like he could dunk or shoot the basketball or anything like that. No, 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 because that always fueled his fire. It was the 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 expectations of him being perfect and the disbelief that he was human. Those begin those things would chisel away at his confidence and chisel away at his morale and eventually became burnt out. And the the second retirement in '98, after the '98 championship, um, it stems from him being burnt out. Um, and that's and it's crazy to think that the greatest player of all time stopped playing basketball because the demands of the people became too great. It's crazy to think, but also it's it's uh, it's what the Bible warns us about. You know, gain the whole world, but lose your soul. It's Jesus tells us that to gain the whole world, you will lose the very center of your life, your soul. The very thing that Jesus saved, you will lose that when you try to please people, when you try to meet the demands of the people. I know this firsthand. And there's there's been times uh, here recently that I've tried to please a certain person um, or certain people trying to to do things the way they do it. And at the end of the day, like I would fumble and bumble and I mean, like mess up beyond mess up. And, you know, I, I knew I knew in my heart of hearts that I'm like, I can't do it this way. I, I got to do it like me. I have. And and I and this went on. It it I would say it's it's finally it's finally started to make a one eighty maybe a couple weeks ago. And and here recently I remember just spending time with the Lord. I was I just felt this in my spirit. I have to flex the only way I know how, the way I was created to. And when I mean flex, I mean do what I do best with my eyes closed. The very thing I do best with my eyes closed, do that and don't worry about if it's the same, if it's packaged the same way as somebody else. Just got to do it. Just got to do it because at the end of the day, if God wanted me to do it just like this person, he would have he created two, two of them. But instead, he created them, created me. He created you specifically for you to be you. That's it. That's it. Specifically created you just to be you. I saw this and I and I said I was going to read it earlier and kind of dipped out. Sorry about that. But James Clear, he has this um he has this quote. The first mistake is never the one that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes that follows. Whoa! I'm going to say that again. You ready? The first mistake is never the one that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes that follows. The problem is not slipping up. The problem is thinking that if you cannot do something perfectly, then you shouldn't do it at all. Wow. Like, oh my God. So it's not really the first mistake. That ruins us. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes that follows. We we instantly we think, oh my God, and we start criticizing ourselves and beating ourselves down, and 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 all red, all automatically, with our words, begin to 
to to create the reality of doom and gloom and i'm i'm never going to mount anything I, I knew i should have done this this was a waste of time da, da, da. we declared the we we declared the project over dead done taken out back shot and we spiral off of one mistake off of one mistake so I love that. I'm going to say it one more time. The first mistake is never the one that ruins you. It's the spiral of repeated mistakes that follows. The problem is not slipping up. The problem is thinking that if you cannot do something perfectly, then you shouldn't do it at all. And I've been around people that are like, I just want to be perfect. I just have a high standard. There's there's nothing wrong with having a high standard. But at the end of the day, if if your high standard is, if if you meeting the high standard is the ultimatum, like nah, then you're you're gonna fall short every time. You're gonna fall short every time. You know I'm starting to come into this, and I'm not perfect with it at all. But most days, <laughs> I say most days, most days, my goal is just to be the best, create the best Lindsay Melton that God created. I know this is kind of different than past episodes, and and some of y'all may be like, oh, this is kind of light. I'm going to tune out. Please don't. All right. But my goal is most days just to be the best Lindsey Melton Jr. that God has created. And it's hard because, you know, a lot of times when people fire shots at you um, or, you, or you fire shots at yourself for not meeting the status quo, instantly we begin to spiral out of control. But James Clear, he has this other quote as well. He says, not taking things personally is a superpower. Woo. Yeah, I'm going to say that again. Not taking things personally is a superpower. Not taking things personally is a superpower. Oh my gosh. The reason it's a superpower is one, because not everybody is able to not take things personally. We as human beings, we succeed at taking things personally. Now let's look at the other side of the coin. Not taking things personally is a superpower. It's because if you cannot take every, and I'm speaking to myself all day, all right, all day. But if you cannot take things personally, you will be able to operate and function at the capacity that you were created to do so. I truly believe that. I'm going to ask you this question, all right? And this ain't in the notes, so it's for free. How would how would yesterday have went if you didn't take everything so personally? Let's, let's just focus on yesterday. Well, Lindsay, nothing happened yesterday. Okay, well, the day before or a week before. Or better yet, last year. How would last year went? How would it have went? If you did not take everything that you did take personally, how would it have went? All right. So you need to develop that superpower and not take things so personally. Talking to myself. But it's a superpower. Why? Because it will enable you to do things that even you didn't think you could do. But God did. It will enable you and strengthen you and fuel you to overlook the haters, 
outlast every negative comment, lie, and rumor that's been said about you. And it will silence your insecurities, the voice of your insecurities. Wow. So real quick, I want to pray. Lord, thank you so much for this episode. Thank you for every person that's listened. Father God, bless them. Bless me. Lord, we give you permission to fight on our behalf. Fight on our behalf. Be with us. Keep us safe, especially during this this quarantine time. And as things begin to lift, speak to us in ways that we never thought. Blow our mind. Increase our faith. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be back next week.